What is up, everybody? Back again, another week. The fan section podcast. Uh, so super excited to be giving you with these what we're calling these fan section shorts. Me and Tyson put our heads together. We figured out that the best way to get out more content is to do these little shorts throughout the week, um, talking about anything, anything and everything that like we we don't cover in our main episode, right? So. For this week, uh, the shorts are going to be focused on mainly rankings, which I'm very excited for. Um, our top 10 rankings, but before we get in, to, we dive into all that fun stuff, real quick, I just want to say this is another episode brought to you, of the fan section, brought to you for fans, by fans, across the college landscape, from section 100 to section 300. Bleachers to the suites, so welcome everybody. I'm your co, I'm your host, Alan. Uh, Tyson is, already did that, and he's actually out this week. Um, but it's just two dudes talking college, dropping knowledge. Before we start, I want to take the time to like you to like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. We promise to read it on air. Also, to go over to our Twitter handle, the fan section, and if you want to get in the mailbag, send us your questions at thefansection1 at gmail.com. Um, this week, I really hope that you guys are able to actually send us some of those Twitter, you know, questions on Twitter, because I'm sure you're going to disagree and agree, um, which is totally fine. That's the whole point of the podcast. We're not your typical mainstream media thing. We want... We want you guys to be involved. Um, sadly, no no reviews this week, but that's okay. Uh, also, real quick before I dive into it, I do want to give our shout-out to our India listeners. Don't think we don't see you guys on the map. Uh, the fact that you guys are listening on that Ghana website is amazing. Just figured I would give you a big shout-out. And also, if you have any like holidays coming up, uh, I haven't really been a chance to, like, I don't know too much about India culture, but we'll definitely shout that out on air because you guys are listening. But real quick, the rankings. So that's what this episode is going to be all about. It's just the college top 10, my top 10 rankings. It probably will differ a little bit from what Tyson said, um, which is totally fine. That's the whole point of this is just a, we're not going to agree on everything. Um, but I'm not going to call on my top 10 rankings. I'm going to call on my high and lows uh, because I want to highlight the top six, which are my high teams. And then everybody else after that, the, the, those bottom four. And there's actually really bottom, it's kind of a bottom five because I have a, a, a 10A and 10B. Um, but I'll get into that here in a second. Without further ado, let's bring on the segment of High Low. All right, my High Low section. I'm very excited for this. So right off the bat, the, the top two, we don't really need to discuss too much, right? Like everybody knows it's Bama, Georgia. Um, the only difference is I have Georgia at one uh, because of that amazing win. They shut out a top 10 team. And anytime you can blank a top 10 team, uh, I don't care who you are, that right there. And the way they did it, they, they did it with a backup quarterback who's really the four-string quarterback on the depth chart. Um, a lot of love lost. No, no love lost for, for Stetson Bennett. Uh, JT Daniels wasn't healthy. If he stays healthy, though, this is the best team in college football. Right at, flat out, I'm going to say it. And I know that I'm not trying to be biased. You guys know my love for Georgia. But I just don't see a difference in Georgia versus Bama. Like, I, when I see Georgia on that take the field on, on, on Saturdays, I see Bama, like, of the last two years. They're just dominant. They play defense. Their secondary that was questionable against Arkansas, they 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 limited everything. They didn't score a point. So the fact that they were able to do that, just I mean, obviously Big Jordan Davis, in my opinion, should be in the in the Heisman conversation or at least in the conversation for the best college football player. Um, number two, I have is Bama. Bryce Young, he's already pretty much locked up the Heisman. We can just all agree to say that. 
uh, based on the schlacking that Bama put on Ole Miss. But um, and just just his ability to throw the ball, his ability to move, his ability as a freshman, the moment isn't big enough, right? So I have Georgia at one, Bama at two. That's the only real difference outside of you know the 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 coaches AP poll. Um, they do have it. They do have it. Have it backwards. Alabama's one, Georgia's two, and then they go on. And I'm just gonna read their top six. Iowa's at three, Penn State is at four, Cincy's at five, Oklahoma's at six. The thing with the 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 huge difference, and I said this last week on the podcast, is I have Michigan at three. That's my third. I think they're the most complete team in the college football landscape, and it's because they're not doing it with that one superstar, right? Like. You look at Bama, you look at Georgia, you can go down the list of all these amazing players, and, and you won't find one that is, like, uh, at least uh, uh, according to Michigan, right? You're not going to find a Jordan Davis. You're not going to find a Bryce Young, a JT Daniels, but you're going to find some other players that can actually ball, right? You're going to find complete players, solid players, developed players that Jim Harbaugh and has done a great job not only bringing in, but having them buy in, finally buy into the culture. So... At three, I have Michigan. And then at four, because they finally knocked off Notre Dame. I am so happy that this team finally put to rest. I, yes, I don't like Notre Dame. It's, it's no secret. I, I don't care that you guys don't like it. If you're a Notre Dame fan, that's too bad. Your team isn't very good. And they proved it against Cincinnati. They got rolled by Cincinnati. And I said all year, from the very, you can go back to the very, beginning, very first episode, and I said Cincinnati's going to beat Notre Dame. And what happened? Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. What else happened? Arkansas is a very good team. Arkansas was a top 10 team. So this is where you come for it. The, the, like I said, two dudes dropping college, talking uh, – two dudes talking college, dropping knowledge, right? Um, the fact that I just stumbled that, like, that's okay. Because that's how pumped I am, the fact that Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. So Desmond Ritter gets that – he finally gets his staple win of the career, right? He's He was – he was wheeling, man. Like, this kid finally put together the perfect game that we've all wanted to see. And if you're a Cincinnati Bearcat fan, be be happy because how they have it is Iowa and Penn State are 3-4. and four. Since he's going to be ranked in the top four because those two teams play each other this coming week. And we're going to highlight that in our, in our preview um, for week six. But basically, Cincinnati's in the end. You were in. Congratulations. You you. The, but the last thing you want is if you want a repeat of what happened last year in the bowl game against Georgia Cincy. And I wouldn't mind that as a Georgia fan. I would love to play you guys um, and take it to you again. And then I have five. Is, uh, I put Iowa here. And the reason why I put Iowa at five is because I think that they're going to beat Penn State. I, I don't know I don't know if Penn State can keep up with them. And, and I'm not trying to get too far ahead of myself with the preview recap. But, you know, obviously I just kind of – you know, ruin that one in, in the sense of I think Iowa's going to beat them. But I have Iowa at five and I have Penn State at six. That's only because we don't know what's going to happen, right? And I don't know what's going to happen. And honestly, you can make the argument that outside of the top two, three through ten is it, – it could go to anybody, right? So how I have it ranked is just based on the teams that I see as being potentially in the playoff by the season's end. And I have Georgia, Bama, Michigan, Cincinnati – and the only reason why I have Michigan in there is because Penn State and Iowa are going to – one of those is going to take a loss, and then Michigan could potentially win out. But what's going to tell me a lot is when I have these guys ranked at seven when and they play Michigan, Michigan State, I have it ranked at seven. So that's going to – that game is going to determine potentially who, who of the Big Ten gets in a playoff, right? And I, I know we're looking, you know, 10, 10 years down the road as far as – 
you know, the playoff matchups. But right now, the Michigan-Michigan State game is lining up to be the winner of that game, could potentially win the Big Ten, and the winner of the, winner of the Big Ten undefeated is in the playoff a lot because Cincinnati is in. The, all they have to do is win out. Which is amazing. I think that's a, that's awesome. We finally get if if they win out, we'll finally get that at large team, the team that the underdog that everybody I'm sure in the whole wide world outside of that team that's playing Cincinnati is going to be rooting for and pulling for. And if by some miracle they get out of the first round in the semi playoffs, everybody in the world is going to likely be rooting for Cincinnati, right? Because it's either going to be them or Georgia. Um, so anyway, moving down the list here, I got Oklahoma State at eight. It, they do have they have a bye week, so they don't play anybody this week. But next week, after the Red River rivalry, they do play Texas. And Texas, I think, is going to roll Oklahoma. I don't even think Oklahoma deserves to be in the top ten. I don't even have them in the top ten. Because I just don't believe that they're going to, A, beat Texas. And right now, I think Texas is uh, ranked uh, 21. So if they lose to a 21-ranked team, they're definitely not going to come back and be in the, in the conversation. Spencer Rattler shouldn't win the Heisman. He shouldn't even be in the conversation. We talked about that last week as well. But I have Oklahoma State at eight. If they beat Texas, that's where things get really, really fun and interesting if you're outside of the top six, right? So you could you could arguably put, if, if Iowa, and, or let's just say, for example, Penn State loses to Iowa, right? So Penn State's probably out of the top. They're, they're out for sure out of the top six. I don't see Iowa losing again until they play in the Big Ten Championship game, and if they play Michigan, I think that they, I think Michigan is going to roll them based on Michigan being able to put it on Wisconsin this last week. Um, and they're very similar teams in that sense. So then you would have Oklahoma State, and then you would have a team. You're going to have a one-loss team at that point. What one-loss team do you put in? Is it is it conference bias at that point? I really do believe it'll probably be an SEC school. But outside of the top two, Georgia-Bama, then you're going to get in because if they're they're going to play each other in the, the championship game, right? Well, hopefully, like all if if both teams win out, they're going to meet in Atlanta. Georgia's going to play Bama, and you can't, in good faith, as those are the two best teams the entire season, unless Bama or Georgia put a goose egg up, right? Like unless you get a typical Georgia defensive game where they shut them out or they only score three points, but it's Bama. That's not going to happen. Or if Bama, you know, rolls them by forty, you know what I mean. Like then you could make the argument, okay, well maybe they maybe they aren't the four. But the committee has made it clear they want the four best teams in the playoff, which is why I think Cincinnati is sitting pretty right now. Um, at four, at, at, honestly, in my book, at four they're at five, so they're just they're gonna be in the top four, like it or not. Um, and then moving on after eight, which is Oklahoma State, because I think if they beat Texas, they're in, which is the week after next. I have Kentucky at nine. Um, how good is Kentucky? We don't know. The, the question is, they've, they just beat Florida, but Florida did have, I think it was like 12 or 15 penalties in that game. They shot themselves in the foot. It was at Kentucky. It was a very low-scoring game. Florida did get the benefit of the doubt. They're still ranked pretty high. Um, I mean, they're still ranked in the top 20. So they're still getting love by some of the, you know, so that, that if, if Florida, you know, wins out, they're going to be in the top 25. That'll help Kentucky. But Kentucky has Georgia the week after next. So Georgia will play Auburn. Kentucky plays LSU this week. Can, is that a trap game for Kentucky? We don't know because I think LSU is much improved and it's the SEC. Any given Saturday, anybody can lose to anybody, in my opinion, outside of Vanderbilt and probably South Carolina. But, and then this is where I have the 10A and 10 
was still able to do some amazing things with, I mean, on offense against Bama and Bama. kind of on the cusp of that top 10. I don't think it's fair to keep them out of the top 10 because as far as a fan watching outside of the top two, right? It's a mess. It really is anybody's game. And the problem is nobody has taken those wins that you want and just said, this is our spot. We're in the playoff outside of Cincinnati by beating Notre Dame. So that's why I have Cincinnati automatically as an auto lock in. Another real quick thing is I don't want to forget Wake Forest. I know that people have Wake Forest as this kind of, you know, Cinderella type team, right? But they're undefeated in the ACC right now. That's not easy to do, you know. So I, I want to put them kind of – I think they're in the top 15. They deserve to be in the top 15. They're not. But they're better than, in my opinion, they're better than Coastal Carolina. They're probably better than, you know, I don't know if they're better than Auburn. But BYU shouldn't be in the top 10. I, I don't know why they are because they just – they haven't really played anybody. Yeah, they played Utah. They were ranked at the time. Cool. That was your big key win. But the way they're winning isn't isn't – it's not enough, right? Like BYU, the, that's kind of like the Notre Dame effect for me. Like if BYU wins out because they're independent, just because of the logo, they're in. And I don't agree with that. I think they have to earn it, and they haven't earned it. I don't have them be, being better than any of my top six, honestly. Um, but the fact that they're in the top ten, good for them. If they continue to win out, they might have an argument at the end of the year for maybe that fourth spot. But that's where it's going to get really interesting is outside of the top two, who claims that three and four spot? And honestly, if Michigan wins out and Cincinnati wins out, that's it. That's going to be your playoff. It's going to be Georgia, Bama, Michigan, Cincinnati. That's you Take that to, for what you want. But if those four teams win out, because everybody else on this list will have a loss or two, um, and that will just eliminate them from the playoffs. So that's my top ranking list. Um, real quick, I do want to dive into just the differences, like why I picked what I picked. And I, I want to focus on the top six. And the only reason why I wanted to focus on the top six is because that's where the college football committee, that's where like they have the most focus. Um, and I think it's doing it. I think it's, I think it's a great place to start because you see the first two out and then you see the last two in. If you're one and two, like Georgia Bama, um, you know, you're, you, they're a lock. Let's be honest. They can, they're not going to lose to anybody. They probably have. Well, Georgia has two hard teams coming up, but I still don't see them losing um, to Kentucky or to Auburn. I just think that they're just too good, <laughs> finally. And they're starting to really believe it, which is good for them. Um, but the six, this is where I think as a fan, you're very excited. Unless you're a fan of these teams. <laughs> because Iowa and Penn State, you're going to take a loss. Whether it be this week or next week, it, you know I don't know. But I know that right now... You know, you're both sitting at five and zero, oh, but Iowa, they they play they play Penn State this week. So really, I mean, it just sucks to say, but the loser of this game is out of the playoff. They're out of the picture, and it's unfortunate and it sucks. But it's because how good the Big Ten is this year. You have Michigan State, Michigan sitting right there. 
Um, it's one of those things where you just kind of feel bad. And I actually really do think that Iowa's going to beat Penn State. I really do like Penn State a lot. I think that Penn State um, is a very, very good, very, very solid team. Uh, but I think there's a couple distractions that were leading up to this, this game coming up that came from last week. And it's, is, is Franklin going to take the USC job? Is You don't know. Rumor is that they reached out to him. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I think there's too many distractions for Penn State to really get behind and focus fully on Iowa. And I think Iowa's going to take it to him. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for that. And then after that, Iowa's next toughest game is, is honestly is Wisconsin. And we saw what Michigan did to Wisconsin. And those two teams are very similar. So, uh, yeah, I don't see Iowa. I see Iowa winning this game and winning out, and that that could potentially be number three. But that's where it sets up perfectly for Michigan. If you're a Michigan fan, this is what you want because in the Big Ten Championship game, you're going to play Iowa. And you, if you beat them, you're in. So continue to win out those top six teams. Um, the question is, you know, when Iowa or Penn State take that loss, who jumps into that, that final fifth or fourth spot? Um, Cincy will move up for sure. But who's 5-6? You can make the argument for Michigan State, Oklahoma, um, Kentucky if they win this week, uh, and then they play Georgia. So a lot of – it's not set in stone yet, which I think is really cool as a fan. And that's all you really ever want. Um, and then as far as, like – like I said, being a college football fan this year, it's it's absolutely crazy, and I love it. And real quick, with having said all that, I'm going to go through, recap my top ten. Georgia 1, Bama 2, Michigan 3, Cincinnati 4, Iowa 5, Penn State 6, Michigan 7, Oklahoma 8, Kentucky 9, Arkansas 10A, and Ole Miss 10B. And I know it's, it's 10A, 10B. No, those two teams are really, really good. You can't really separate the two of them. Um, so, that, like I said, I want to hear what you guys think. Thank you so much for listening. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on the mailbag. Um, this has been the fan section short ranking. High-low, Allen's high-low ranking top 1 through 10. Thank you so much for listening.